Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, in this episode of Legends of Tomorrow After Show, we're breaking down Season 2, Episode 12, Camelot, I'm going to say Slash 3000 by the episode title there. We're going to find out what happens when the, the Legends head over to Medieval Knights. Is that what happens in this? No? They, they don't have a dinner? No? Okay. Oh, anyway, we'll figure out what's going on. Let's do it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, man. Hey, everybody. Welcome uh-huh. to the Legend of Tomorrow After Show. A little, little Spamalot entering us. Look at that. Yeah, a little, uh... Mr. Dave Child riding a horse. Woo! Hey, everybody, welcome back. To, or, welcome back. We have a, little, a couple week hiatus there to the Legends of Tomorrow After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Of course, a full panel united once again to break down the second season of Legends of Tomorrow. I'm one of your hosts, yeah. Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. I'm Dave Child. You can find me at MRDaveChild or DaveChild.com. My name's Dave Child. Well, my name is Lucretia <laughs> Lyon, guys, so you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And I am Lex Michael, and I am all over social media at the Lex Michael. And usually it's just the four of us breaking down the episode. But usually this, it's just us. Yes, tonight we have another special guest joining us here, a fifth member manning the couch this evening. We have DJ Woldridge joining us here, who is also a comic creator as well. We're going to get a little bit about that in just a moment, but... Welcome, DJ. Hey, thank you for having me. I love this couch. It's an, it is incredibly comfortable. Yeah, if is. anybody wants to find me outside of this couch, it's at DJ Talks Trash on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And you can find out more about my comic at chaostheorycomic.com. Yes. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Now, uh, of course, a uh, huge fan of the CW shows. Yeah. Yes. I've down for a source fed in the past. Yes, sure yes. have. So, all right, power rank your uh, CW superhero shows. Ooh, Ooh uh, Heroes Top, especially this season. Yeah. I, know I get yeah. a lot of crap for that, but I like Arrow a lot. Right. And uh, then Supergirl, because I'm clearly a hardcore Superman mm-hmm. fan. And yeah. honestly, it's the Superman show I've always wanted. Right. Yes. And then, ooh, Legends and Flash, it depends on the week. Interesting. Yeah. So why is Arrow getting the top slot? Arrow's on the top. Oh, I yeah. thought you said, like... Heroes. So to, in my mind, I thought you said Legends. Yeah. Because yeah. I expected it to be like the first one. And then you said Arrow, and my mind was like, wait, <laughs> wait a no. second. Yeah, because everybody no. doesn't agree with me on that. I, you know what? I, I think it's the first one. I think this series, has, this season has been super strong. It's getting back to its roots. You can right. always count on good action. It's got Ragman. How can you yes. ask me to vote against a show that has Ragman in it, for crying out loud? Are you kidding me? Well, I never thought I'd see right. a show where I get to see Vigilante. Yeah. Right. Very Vigilante, everybody's favorite wild dog. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yep. So, I, I mean, all right. Sure. Sure, for a nice, okay. know, obscure, more yeah. obscure DC characters. The helicopter bit where he's hanging off the helicopter, <laughs> yeah, slugging people in the face. Are you kidding me? He's dangling from a helicopter yeah. twice this yeah. season, actually, which is amazing. <laughs> and do you ship Ragman and Mr. Terrific? I say hashtag Ragtag. I get it. I yeah. get it. I'm not so much. I do like Mr. Terrific's mm-hmm. dynamic wild dog. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't Mr. ship him, but I like, the, yeah. I like the rapport. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to have to make you talk about Legends of Tomorrow, DJ. I love so it. This, the back half of this season has been amazing. Evil Rip is the best rip. I hope he never becomes 
sounds good ever again. Uh, <laughs> and the Legion of Doom is uh, just a league ahead of Handle Savage as far as villains go. For sure. Yeah. Right. Yes. That is very nice. So, yes. So, this episode, uh, Camelot slash 3000. Camelot 3000. A nice nod to an old DC miniseries with, from Mike W. Barr and uh, Brian Boland. So, it's oh, a yeah? nice little. Yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, How so? Uh, there was a futuristic take on the King Arthur. Uh, like, what happens if King oh, Arthur arrived? Was it called Three, Camelot 3000? Yep. It's a 12-issue miniseries, famously known for having a huge gap between episode 11, issue 11 and 12. Like, there's almost like a year-long gap. You're making me wish this whole episode took place in a future Camelot. Yes. Yeah. If King Arthur uh, reappeared in the year 3000. Yeah, it might have been better. But it was, it was, <laughs> it was a good episode. But that that just sounds yeah. really cool. Yeah. yeah, that does sound cool. But what more do you need in this life than Black Knight variant Damien Dark? Right. Yeah. No, do you true. feel like my first question about this episode? Do you feel like Merlin wasn't there just so it wasn't getting confusing? Because you would have two Merlins. Yeah, but I just felt I didn't like it. I wanted him to be there because he and Damien Dark are the best duo. They're the Magic right. Boys. I mean, the it, Magic it, Boys. Yeah, you know. Hashtag Magic Boys. <laughs> hashtag Magic Boys. By the way, speaking of hashtags, if you want, <laughs> yes, if you want to do this, I'll be doodling on my notepad. And if you if you come up with a good hashtag for us win for this episode, yeah. you can win my page of doodles. Mm. Now, Mr. Mr. Dave Child, yes. uh, is not really selling this yes, as well. Mr. As Happy Go yes. Jackie, yes. this is, I mean, this is a treasured piece uh, of this show that you can have this is in artwork. your very own home. And not only do you get the Dave Doodles, but you also get a full page of show notes. That's right, and autographs from the rest right. of us as well. And for all there you know, is. I'm Banksy. There you go. Yeah. So this could true. be worth a yeah. million dollars. Solid point. You don't know he's not? Yeah. That's right. You don't know. You can't prove, prove it. Prove I'm not Banksy. Yeah. Prove yeah. it right now. Exit through the gift shop. And yeah. usually you're only getting the four of our autographs, but we also get DJ here. So this is a yeah. rare opportunity to get DJ's autograph as well. There it is. So look there at that. You if you don't want this hashtag, then you're not living life correctly. Yeah, so get so funniest hashtag wins. You'll pay attention. Yes, because you're wondering how to okay. figure, out, figure out how to get in touch with us. You know, you can like us on Facebook. You can give us those five stars on iTunes. Lex Cup, he needs those five stars. I'm to, thirsty. Yes, to exist. Uh, Lucretia is a resident oracle. She's got the chat up and running, so you can hop in the chat, share your thoughts about this episode, the series in general, mm-hmm. share your favorite hashtag so you can win this coveted piece of art. Ooh, it's so go. good. Right now we got a, a, a knight with sparkle swords. Mm-hmm. Don't don't give away the oh, whole okay. thing. Okay, we won't yeah. give away the no whole spoilers. thing. No spoilers. No, no, no. But it's, it's looking good, folks. Mm-hmm. Looking good. And this is just the beginning. Throughout the episode, more doodles are going to appear. Oh, it'll thing. keep coming. Uh, so, yeah, we start this episode back, or not back, but in the future, the year 3000 in yes. Detroit. Uh, we find out in that... the uh, year 3000. <laughs> I was really disappointed not to see RoboCop in Detroit. Right. Yeah, yeah sure. We should have had that technology by now. Yeah. Uh, but we do get to see a member of the JSA, uh, yeah. Doc Midnight. Yes. Yes. Uh, so BJ has a guest here. How have you yes. enjoyed the interpretation of the JSA? It's so really interesting. It's a really cool... I'm glad that they exist in this universe, the old classic World War II incarnation. And I thought it was an interesting twist that incorporated them more into the rest of the season by having them scattered through time. So there was how many pieces? Four pieces of the Spirit of Destiny. Yes. So we know who has who had three of them. Mm-hmm. Who, who do we think is the fourth person to have one of the pieces right. of the Spirit of Destiny? What, what other JSA, JSA member? Well, there was the there was uh, the original uh, Commander Steel. Yeah, but he can't be living in the future, right? Or else current Steel doesn't yeah. exist. Or he's somewhere in the. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. Right. So, right. Right. Uh, Unless it's like maybe during his time. He could still be in his time with his Piece making love to his yeah. lady. Or unless producing. he already has, did he already have his kid? 
I don't know. No, he Kurt hasn't had it there. yet. See? So, so unless it's his own be, time. It could be maybe baby Buns of Steel is holding like <sighs> holding the little like it, it's his rattle. He's yes. had it the whole time. Yeah. He's had it the whole time. Yeah. Didn't even know. He's uh, had it the whole time. Yeah. That actually might happen. Yeah. That actually might be the thing. Like that it's seems in, like a real story. Does yeah. he have some necklace or something that he's been hiding? Like An I heirloom of some kind, yeah. yeah. I have this piece of a spear around my neck. <laughs> I don't know Could why, this be I possibly it? I don't know. I always hope when a dude's wearing a necklace, it has some sort of significance. It's true. It's never just jewelry. Yeah. I appreciate if you just like, a guy just bought a necklace because he liked it. Nope. No. That's no. not acceptable. No. Not Get it cool. off. Gotta have some tragic backstory hidden behind it. There you yeah. go. Yeah, Family it's... secret. Am I allowed to, to play a supernatural drinking game? I'll mention that. No, or no. Oh, please. No, yeah, no, go ahead. Tonight. There yeah. you go. Do it. Yeah, you know, they, they wear the necklace and Dean wears the one that Sammy gave him on Supernatural, guys. It's significant. Significant. You know. mm-hmm. All right. And that's a sip for that. Uh, but we have DJ's <laughs> favorite uh, character, uh, Evil Rip, shows yes. up. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'm a fan of Evil Rip's evil hair. This season, I don't know. Maybe, good so, hair. maybe good all hair. they did was part it in the other direction, yeah. which would be hilarious. <laughs> but I like the quaff. Yeah, I like I like how evil just means confident. Yes. <laughs> yes. It seems to be what he's. I mean, he's he's evil, but he's also just a far more confident leader. Yeah, and he seems to be like more fits into his skin better. And, and honestly, he's kind of on top of it, man. Like yeah. la- last episode, when it was like, "Oh, because it was such a great idea to get a team of misfits to go not save my family." Yeah. Ooh, you got a point, Rip. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you got a point. You're making great yeah. points. You're making great points. Maybe evil Rip's on top of it. But evil or not, he's still not a great fighter, which we do see at the end of the episode. Yeah, kind right. of a chump. Well, he's, he's been, yeah. never been a fighter. He's always been a strategic boy. Strategic boy. Strategic boy. But with like a laser gun. But he went to go take on Vandal Savage, remember, right there at the beginning. That was a nice little hand-to-hand moment that he didn't do so well at either. Yes. Right. On top of which, you can be a great at fisticuffs, but you maybe aren't the best jouster. And when a sword's coming at you, there's not a whole lot, right? Like, he didn't have the sweet, the sweet black armorness and league of assassins training of a Damien Dark. He just was left to take the sword. Seems like a lot of excuses, Lex. I, I feel Always. for the man, because who amongst us has not been there? Who has not walked I, where Evil Rip walks tonight? Who has I think not turned evil and turned, on, <laughs> and turned on their, like, uh, friends and fellow time travelers? Who yeah. has not done that? Yeah. Uh, but basically, Evil Rip is there because uh, good old uh, Charles McNatter has used, uh, cured his blindness, and yep. uh, now he's got a, an implant that can actually kind of help uh, reduce people's inhibitions. You kind of gain control of them. Right. And uh, he also knows that he also has a piece of the spear as well, hidden somewhere inside him. Do you ever think he had a moment of like, oh, cool, I made a mind control device. Nothing can go wrong here. <laughs> All right, put that right there. This is just going to bring world peace. No worries. Yeah, this is fine. This is not going to be... I haven't lived through World War II. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't, I haven't seen what happens when people try to control other people. Yeah. This is going to be great. Smart thinking. Yeah. Uh, so sadly, things don't end well for Charles McDonough, which I don't no. want to just see like a series of stretches or the the JSA getting knocked off. Yeah, right. Which we do see a little different with Sarah, uh, with uh, Courtney this episode. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, makes it out fine. Well, in the in the so, short term, in the yeah. long run, if history doesn't change, know. well, we yeah. know. She's not living forever, guys. <laughs> what? How so? I mean, well, yeah, yes. she'll die of old age. <laughs> That's right. But she'll die loving King Arthur. That seems like uh, a doomed. That's a doomed idea, Courtney. What are you doing back I there? No, yeah. it's. I like how there was a sense of that we don't really know what King Arthur was really like, and yeah. that these were just 
little seeds that helped spread like uh, the actual legend. Like, there was no Lancelot. It was only Sarah. Was anybody a little confused of, like, okay, so I went back in time, so I made my own Camelot, so you just found an Arthur? That's true, yeah. Whenever you're just just kicking and you're like, hey, I'm going to make you important. (laughs) Yeah. Don't you worry. Is that what it was? That it was just, like... seemed like the implication. To help her protect the piece of the spear that she had. She made a Camelot. Essentially, yeah. yeah. So maybe the, the legend of Camelot didn't exist until she went back in time. Time loop, or maybe she made parts of it history and affected the history that we know. That's how I read it. So, do you think it was first like a legend that she read and was like, oh, what if that was real? And then went back in time and made it real? Or do you think there was no legend, there was no like Camelot or King Arthur until she went back? She wouldn't have made it if she hadn't known the story. Unless she just made it because she wanted to hang out in medieval times and then it created the story. That Mm -hmm. is a little more reasonable of why there would be an Arthur and a Gwen. Those happen to be the people she hung out with, so they're the part of the legend, as opposed to she knew the legend. She's like, I gotta find people with these names. That's my only option. I gotta find an Arthur. Yeah, exactly. He's gotta be a little he's gotta be a little Jesus y. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's doing rocking the the, uh, traditional Jesus blonde look. Yeah, he's got that stained glass windows. Yeah. I gotta have a Galahad. Yeah. Maybe not a Lancelot. I'm yeah, for see what happens. Yeah. Because yeah. that doesn't seem to turn out well yeah. in the story. But my Guinevere's going to kick ass. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to have a great, I'm going to have the best Guinevere yeah. you ever saw. Yeah. So would we consider Camelot a time aberration then? Technically. Well, yeah. I think so it, no least, matter what version it's of it's almost like they play it fast and loose with the rules on this show. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> They're pretty. They pretty much they stick to everything they know. And I, (laughs) I um, I I have the one the one problem I put into the show, and this is skipping ahead a little. Go for it. But I I feel like if you have a show with a time machine in it, never say the words. We don't have time. Right. Because at no point do you not have time for literally anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they had, they came to a situation where they were like, what, do we leave or do we come, or do we stay? What are we going to possibly do? You could leave and then come back to that exact time. You can save, you can hide the spear and then come back. Not miss anything. You would be fine. I'm just, I'm just saying, I love the show. But it comes into certain <laughs> silly, silly problems every now and then. But I feel like that's true. Any time travel story that lasts long enough eventually starts tripping over its own feet where the rules are concerned. Because the right. longer you play with those rules, the less and less sense they tend to make. No matter how yeah. ironclad they are when you start, that always tends to fall by the wayside in the name of, this is great. And let's not pretend Legends rules were ironclad to begin with. Not at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Very true. Why? Well, it's always like, hey, wouldn't it be cool? Because you know, as soon as you make the rules, eventually you're going to want to start, what we do, how can we bend them? How can we break them? Because yeah. that'll be a really cool story. And then you're like, then you have the audience going, wait, huh? Yeah. How does this work? All yeah. right. But regardless, uh, we do have the, uh, we do find out that, of course, at the end of the last episode, Jack's had a chance to take out Rip, and Sarah talked him off the ledge. And uh, Amaya's not too happy with that when she finds out. And Sarah's statement there is she puts her team before tactics. Which is very, I mean, very much you see Sarah's character growth over the course of the season. Yeah. Because originally yeah. it was just like, I want to get Damien Dark, I want to take care of him, and damn the team. Right. So now to kind of put the uh, kind of a nice little role reversal for her. Yep. But not always, uh, but not. But I can definitely see where everybody else is coming from. Because that was my concern too. It's like you're just letting Rip walk away with a piece of the spear. That seems ridiculous to me. Yeah, they pulled that trick earlier where it's just like, oh, you got one of my teammates? Well, here's the secret compass to the 
crazy weapon that I don't know about, but let's see what happens. Like, oh, yeah. wait a second. Yeah. yeah. But to be fair, one, they want to save Rip because they they know that their friend is down there somewhere. And also, I think in the last episode, when he was walking away, the bet, his, like, uh, all the redcoats were coming the other direction. So they were kind of in a tight spot there. You like, could almost say they were running out of time. Uh, <laughs> delicious. Yeah, I see what you did there. Um, but it's, yeah, so I could kind of see, but I could, on that note... If they really want to save Rip, if they really think that Rip is in there somewhere and they just rewired him, I kept thinking about all of the innocent people that they killed this episode who were being mind-controlled. Yes. Mm-hmm. Left and right. Yeah. Yep. During that last battle sequence, you've just seen everybody getting killed while they're still trying to figure out, can Mick operate this thing? Can he do it? Yeah, can he do it? And I kept thinking, like, those poor knights! (laughs) All gone for no reason. They're just peasants that just happen to be like, oh, nothing wrong today. I'll just wear this shiny head thing, and oops. (laughs) Evil knight. And I don't understand why when, and we're jumping again towards the end of the episode, but when the legends get back Rip, that their first move isn't to at least, you know, sedate him and put him in the chair with Gideon and have him just kind of have like map his brain and see yeah. what, right. what the heck happened. Instead, he's just getting like, to it. Oh, uh, sure, that seems like it's going to work well. It. Yeah. yeah, let's just put the guy uh, in a in a in a cell on the ship that he has had for who knows how many years and listen, leave him alone. Yeah. Listen, yeah. they've oh. just been through the CW equivalent of the Battle of the Bastards. All right, <laughs> right. they needed a nap. Okay, <laughs> we'll just throw him in a cell for a minute. And it's take a nap. nap time. It's, it's nap time. We'll deal with Hashtag, the repetition in a minute. It's nap time. <laughs> uh, we do get to see Stein though acting a bit of a thief, uh, which Mick is impressed about because yeah. I, as he, you know, I, I do like a, he, he I can is. smell. I can smell a thief. Yes. And I uh, find that St- Stein has uh, been too tempted by 3,000-year uh, technology and decides to palm some of it and take it with him. Right. Well, good thing know. he did. Yes. Yeah. Turns out they need it. Yeah, well, it's certainly uh, very beneficial to Stein. Otherwise, he was just like some, some dude that just wanted to steal future tech to try to, you know, make himself look really cool. Right. When, right. I mean, ultimately, it did work out for the best in this situation, but it's it feels occasionally like they haven't learned anything from taking things from one time period to another and having to deal with the consequences of that. It seems like this is objectively a bad call, no? Has it ever worked out? That's what I want to know. Well, I think this it, week? It, it, this week? Yeah, yeah. always points, isn't it great that one time that yeah. I took yeah. the brain thing from the future and it totally helped us, you guys? But right. we haven't seen what the consequences are yet. We we never know. Right, you, you know? think it's going to come back? The, the, the brain all, thing? Yeah, I think it'll come back, I mean, to haunt them, because that's what they always do, is... They bring something cool back to the past, and then it screws up time forever. Usually they bring something back from the past, Mm -hmm. it screws something up, and then they kind of forget about it. (laughs) Exactly. You know, so I was just driving around the other day in my life, and I was thinking about... Hang on. Tell me, anybody in this room, if there's a, a canonical explanation for this that I am completely spacing on, if... The time rates are mad at Black Flash okay, for literally anything. Don't go Why are they not constantly after these people? Oh, that actually they do Is explain. There, do they explain this? It's uh, they police the Speed Force people. So yeah. it's only the time. So the time rates are only Speed Force time. Yeah, rates. because yeah. in the last episode, uh, when the speed rates came by, they could smell. Um, they could smell like whenever the uh, speed force was well, used. Right, and that's yeah. why they had Thawne stand still. Right, so 
that means that they're attracted towards people with the Speed Force. And we've already learned that people with the Speed Force are clearly way more dangerous than any of the other time travelers because of Flashpoint, yeah. apparently. Yeah. yeah. Ruined yeah. everything. Saved his mom, ruined everything. Yeah. See, so, Steinpoint only added a new character. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm Just wondering. Fine. Again, the, Stein, yeah. things work out for Stein. Exactly. Yeah. Stein's fine. Yeah. Fine Stein. Yeah. Right. Hashtag so, all right, but so is there no, and especially now where the Time Masters are no longer around to be ostensibly a check against yeah. this type of they wanton were... timeline tomfoolery, if you will. Uh-huh. What what force, if any, now exists to put something like this in check since they are so constantly and flagrantly disregarding the rules? The Legends of Tomorrow, that's, that's don't true. you pay attention <laughs> yeah. to the yeah. intro every week? Yeah. They are the new time rates. Yeah. They are humanity's time rates. <laughs> I, would, I would like to see them have to go back and stop themselves for doing something. I'm, That'd be good. It sounds like you're joking, but I'm serious. No. I would love to see that. I'm not joking at all. Yeah. That sounds great. That I, would I would amazing. watch a season of that. Yeah. Uh, DJ did mention the intro. Uh, and I will say, after the weeks okay. that we've had with Damien Dark yeah. and Mick Rory doing the intro, this week was such a, a letdown yeah. uh, to this just kind of very... I don't know, just tinny reading of the, uh, <laughs> the, the Legends of Romantic. It was just the basic reading. Yeah. It's like, it, it's... But if you have something so good as Damien and Mick, why ever go back to just the regular reading of the yeah. regular Mandate? you got to have nice exceptions to spice it up a little bit. <laughs> but in the yeah. end, this is just the front page of the comic that just says, I'm Flash, the fastest man in the world, or I don't call us heroes. Never true, yeah. by the way. Not what? one season of that show has Flash been the fastest man alive. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Every season there's somebody faster. Like, right, fastest man alive, as far as I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You should always say that. I'm just saying that the, at the front page of every comic from the DC or Marvel, there's always some sort of spiel yeah. about who they are so that idiots who just pick up this book for the first time <laughs> could be like, what is this about? Oh, now I'm in. Uh, so do, you, just, do you agree with them? I, I, do you feel like the, the title Legends is an upgrade over Heroes and that's not really rightfully earned by the, this crew of misfits and outcasts? I don't know. I, I like that we we were able to just call them the Legends because Legends of Tomorrow is kind of an unwieldy title. Right. I did like the uh, the fun new intros. I will say also that I think Mick is the best. And anytime we mm. pair him with somebody like Stein, they have been having a lot of fun with Mick. Like, oh, who are we going to throw him in with this week? Yeah, He's yeah. always a great foil for everybody. Yeah, and uh, I love that the fact that he was Kronos is now something that we can just pull out anytime yeah. we need to. Like the the brain, the fact that his brain has the capacity to do the the little tech piece thing that I don't know the name of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. mind control stuff. That yeah. One. yeah, that yeah. One. yeah. He's he is uh, the mind control is leveled not by the intelligence but the intensity. Yeah. No, it's more intense, intense dude. Yeah, that's right. He's yeah. an intense guy. Intense. And Stein wouldn't admit that his brain saved the day. No, 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 never. No. Uh, no, I do like the the legends. They find out that it's back in the uh, the medieval times, so they head back there. And Nate, very much like, hey, I, I'm a historian. I know what the deal is. This is how you dress. I'm dressed like how you should be. You guys are wearing your suits of armor and your chain mail. You guys are knuckleheads. Right. Uh, and they realize, no, you dress like a leopard dude. So yeah. like, stay outside. Stay outside our castle walls. <laughs> I did like Nate getting that. Uh, why is he dressed like a leper? Yeah. yeah. Leave your leper. <laughs> well, we do find out that Merlin is another member of the GSA. It's Star Girl. Yep. Yeah. Which, when they said Merlin, I was assuming that the switch was going to be that it was Malcolm. Yes, and mm-hmm. not. Yeah. St- but of course, pretty cool. Of course not. But 
That would have been... Because I'm with you. I like any time that you can put Malcolm Merlin and Damian Dark in a room together and you don't, I'm questioning why you didn't. Yeah. They need to be together always. And I can only reason that the fact that maybe he wasn't is because he would leave at the end of this episode and then you no longer have a Merlin. So, the thing is, like, Courtney Stargirl sticking around because she's in love with Arthur, so... Like the uh, the myth is that she's still around. Merlin still exists. Right. Yeah. I'm wondering where he is this whole episode. What's he doing? He's just like yeah. he's just like any of the legends that I guess they just get to decide on being on the ship. Yeah. It's like yeah. I know you guys are going on a dangerous mission, but I'm going to kick it with Stein over here. Yeah. Have fun. He yeah. just he took two yeah. weeks vacay. Yeah. You know. And yeah. It's maybe like, he's he put just, in his vacation request. Maybe he's watching the other uh, piece of the the spear. Maybe he's yeah, like he's just looking at it, it, thinking about it. Do you wish they just yeah. do cutaways to that, where yeah. he's just sitting there, hmm. just like. <laughs> I had two thoughts when they did the Merlin reveal. One was like, man, Merlin's a babe. Yeah. Yeah. And then also it's like, oh, I guess we're not getting any Jason Blood references no. with this oh, version yeah. of Camelot, which uh, is yes. kind, of a, kind of feels like a missed opportunity. Yeah, I was really yeah. hoping either for a Silent Night or an Etrigan yeah. uh, reference. I was really, really hoping cool. for Etrigan. Etrigan's like one of my favorite characters from yeah. the DC universe. So. Uh, you, you had a great showing in that Justice League Dark animated movie. Yeah, I, watch, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, they did a good job with him. But it would have been just like Jonah Hex when they were in the West. It's like, you could have just, yeah. just kicked it with Etrigan the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Like, why not? Great. It does bring up, like, uh, magic. It means it's, like, bringing magic into, like, a sci-fi. Which we had a whole and season that's what of, the spear of magic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I guess that's what the Spear of Destiny is. It is. Yeah. It's just a magic stick. And yeah. I feel that this is all leading up to, sorry guys, another drinking game. Boom, lay it on To us. John Constantine joining the team at the end. Do you and think... we need Edrigan then. What if he <laughs> has the other piece he of better. the spear? He better. He better. How does the fact that Constantine's getting an animated series like Vixen play into your theory that he's going to join the team well um, like you, are you saying like cameo or like join the team they've been talking about for um since legend started bringing him on that um yeah. and the thing is is with the animated series much like there was with vixen yeah. this just opens up where they've got him to where yeah they could make it work yeah because more people are more interested in the live action constantine than the cartoon and yeah. i feel that they're just you know, planting seeds just to see if there's still nerds like me who bring it up every freaking podcast. And it's promising <laughs> that they're keeping Matt yeah. Ryan in-house. They're having yeah. him continue to play right. the character. And obviously, having a CW seed show means we're at least that much closer. And it would be like you showed up for one episode of Arrow, which made me and a lot of other people yeah. pretty happy. I think made you were pretty pleased about oh, it, oh, yeah. I think, oh, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But <laughs> I love I love him playing this character. And like my biggest issue with the NBC series was that he felt too clean. I feel yeah. like you let Matt Ryan play Constantine, you dirty him up a little bit, and you throw him in with characters like Heatwave and, mm. and Firestorm and right. Sarah Lance, and I'm very happy. I think, it, to me, it seems like a no-brainer. Do you like Constantine, though, uh, as part of a team? Uh, whether like Justice League Dark, or do you like him more as a solo operator? I love him as a solo operator, but as you see with the other CW shows, that just doesn't work. Every show's a team. Supergirl, yeah. Flash, everybody's a team, and right. I think that's why they, they may be looking to add him in with other stuff instead of just doing the Constantine show. It, it would also be nice if next season of Legends is the spooky season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's just, there's ghosts and monsters. Well, there was rumors at the time that when the show first started that it'd be kind of an anthology show and each season would have like a different theme tone yeah and they just mm-hmm. kind of stuck with the time travel one which is cool i mean this season's been amazing yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah but if you give them time travel you could basically have a different kind of tone every single time yeah and this time it's kind of more of a straightforward superhero thing but if next one is a bit more mystic it might be fun yeah 
Yes, time travel I, and mysticism could be really cool to check yeah, out. Yeah, no. yeah. And my yeah. thought about that would be, and it's the same thing, it's like, why couldn't we maybe get Etrigan in this episode? I'm wondering how much the, the fact that there is a, a Justice League or a DC Dark Universe movie in development, I'm wondering how much that's hampering their ability to play with some of these characters, or if it is at all. I know that's been an issue in the past. Well, the fact that we never see Suicide Squad anymore? Yeah, exactly. Right. The fact yeah. that all of a sudden yeah. Amanda Waller, bang, is, is gone yeah. now. They killed everybody off and now they're like, well, wait a minute. Spoilers for Arrow, by the way, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Spoilers from last season? Yeah. 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 At least yeah. a year ago. Yeah. Uh, and at least two for most of the rest of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Uh, now, back in the episode, we do have we do a jump uh, for some reason because as the legends are just finding uh, Courtney as is, is Merlin, uh, they're hey, where's Arthur? Oh, he's just out like maybe looking for a boar or whatever. Yeah, uh, and then we just get to like a, just him fighting alone with Damien Dark. We're just yeah. like, wow, how did this happen? Did just the two guys just kind of happen? Like, was Arthur just kind of? Trapesing through the forest, then all of a sudden Damien Dark just pops up. He's like, looking for my boy. <laughs> looking for my boy. Where's my boy out there? Where's my boy? Uh-oh. <laughs> it's the Dark Knight. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so they have a fight. Arthur loses, and they... He dark Knight. <laughs> dark and, and Rip definitely have some plans for Arthur. And we cut back to uh, Ray, Nate, and Jack's drinking and enjoying themselves. And we have the part where Dave laughed really, really hard uh-huh. because Ray says Galahad, oh, uh, and he says that uh, he tells that he tells Galahad that I'm a big fan, and uh, Galahad says, "Oh, do you make wind?" Mm-hmm. And, and he oh, laughed. did I yes. laugh for days? I wrote that down. I wanted to note that I haven't really stopped hard. laughing from that that raging joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ooh, and then the response was maybe after, after all this food, mm, something yeah. like that. Yes. <sighs> it was an adorable fart joke. Yeah, I feel like the the fathers of uh, the writers took over for that. Just one, <laughs> Our dad, one page. What do you got? The, the dads were the like, dad "Hold on, <laughs> let me finish writing this script for you." <laughs> Perfect. No, but dads I away. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with you. It, it does seem. Within Ray's character to make a really bad dad joke. Yeah. Oh That's yeah. It. Yeah. And also, yeah, it kind of fits. I also like that he likes Galahad the best because Galahad's actually my favorite knight too. He's the he's the goody two shoe yeah. knight, but he's also like the the pure one. So it makes sense that Ray would like like the guy yeah. that's so pure and also the one guy that. <laughs> He always gets killed. <laughs> he always he like succeeds in a lot, but when he gets killed in the original legend of King Arthur, that's kind of the first downfall yeah. of Camelot because it's the the purest knight was killed. And he does indeed get killed here because yep. Arthur shows up controlled with by Rip and Damien Dark and uh they start uh busting a little fight scene breaks out there as they hold Courtney by the throat. Uh the little fight, Galad gets killed, and uh then what I do like is the idea is that Damien Dark's holding everybody, uh, holding the Courtney hostage. Give us a piece of the spear, or we kill her. Right. The fight breaks out. Then instead, they have Arthur put the knife to his own throat and say, "All right, now give it. We're going to give you to the morning, and give us a spear, or else we're going to come back and we're going to raise Camelot." So why not? Right. Like after we had last episode, where what I loved is that Rip just shoots uh, Sarah right away. Yeah. To this episode, like nah, but now we're going to give you to the morning. Well, we have your king, older throat. Like, just have him do it right there. I don't understand why they dragged it out, other than mm. we need to for the sake of the episode. Didn't they kind of establish that as more of a Damien plan? Because they, they have that rips like kind of like, why don't we just attack right now? And Damien's like, no, no, no. <laughs> there are rules to being a supervillain, man. You gotta learn the rules. <laughs> I've been at this longer than you. Yeah. You gotta listen to me on this yeah. one. Well, and that does seem utterly within his character as well. Instead of following through immediately, take the time and like wring your hands together and laugh and yeah. enjoy <laughs> and savor. Nobody has more fun being evil. 
than Neil McDonough as Damien Dark. How yeah. incredible and like how what a coup it is that they found a way to keep him around yeah. on yes. these shows. Yeah, Neil McDonough is just like one of the best villains ever. Where whether it's Legends of Tomorrow or Desperate Housewives, you just know this or, dude is evil. The deep cut, the last episode of Terriers. Just oh yeah, mm-hmm. I love that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Terriers reference. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe it's still on Netflix. Go check it out. It's an amazing show. show. Check out Terriers. Well, I did like his enthusiastic <laughs> greeting to the legends when he sees them. Oh, yeah. hey guys! Yeah. Yeah. All right, hey, glad we all get together back here in medieval times. I did see, by the way, on the live chat, uh, Witchy Mama, which is a great yeah. name, by the way, uh, made uh, said that. She was disappointed with the lack of Monty Python references yeah. in this year's in this episode, and I agree. They could have put in yeah. just a little bit, like yeah. but a scratch, yeah. like somewhere in there. That's all. That's all right. <laughs> hey, they found I a way. Saw that and I was like, I gotta bring uh, Witchy Mama. Yeah, they found Ray a way to make yeah. another Star yeah. Wars reference. Different company guys, let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you guys. Whew. You guys are really into Star Wars. Yeah. We get it. It's it's cool. Yeah. Uh, we also get to see a little uh, little flirtation though between uh, Guinevere and Sarah. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Lance. A Lance. Lance. <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> she loves royalty. That's her like type. Yeah. Very specific. Very specific type. Very specific type. She likes them uh, inbred (laughs) and very uh, fancy. And not from her own era. No. No. That's true. And she's been the only one that's hooked up with anybody in course of history. I don't think anybody, anybody else has never hooked up with I love history. that she's yeah. the one that sleeps through history. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, love that. Benefit of, Jack. Yeah, you don't have to worry about her leaving yeah. offspring through time. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. There you go. That's true. She's not going to become her own grandfa- uh, exactly. grandmother. Yep. Grandmother. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, and so we do find out, though, that uh, they want to look for the, the Spirit Destiny fragment, and Courtney's not going to give it to him. Like, hey, it's safe. Don't worry. You know, uh, you know the legends, what have you guys done? You, you helped uh, Dr. Midnight get killed, so don't worry. I'm going to keep it safe. And Amaya, that's not enough for her. She's all about, like, we need to get this out of here because people are coming. we got to get the spear out of here. Otherwise, uh, history's in danger. And we find out that Courtney's not going to want to do it because she loves Arthur, and she's not. she doesn't want to leave. She wants to keep yeah. the fragment here. Uh, I'm pretty sure the CW runs on love. Yes. Tears. At, at the point where they, they dropped that reveal, I pointed at the CW logo at the bottom of the screen, and I just looked around the table. At, at I thought he was pointing at the, the vampire, vampire, vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Tomorrow night. Guys, yeah. the, guys, there's only five episodes left. Yeah. 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 Look at this. Yeah, Look at this Vampire Diaries. Diaries. Huge. I love vampires, yeah. and I love, you love, I diaries. love diaries. You love Diaries. And it just it speaks to me. How mm. much can they write in that diary. That's what I'm wondering. They're so thirsty blood. Now, uh, Stargirl basically set up, uh, as she said, she built a whole legend of Camelot right around uh, right around herself to protect part of the spear. So she basically put it in Arthur's sword, the Excalibur, in the middle of the rock right there in the center of the uh, of the, uh, the room. But it's also incredibly easy for Amaya to get it out. I mean, she summons up a bear and a hawk and she pulls it out, but the idea is like, man, like according to legend, it's supposed to be other than Arthur, impossible to pull out of this rock. Right. But yeah. none of them had animal powers, dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh. She had okay. a bear, a ho- it was a gorilla? Yeah, it was a gorilla and then a hawk and then a, like a bear or something. And then it's like, I don't see, get the hell the hawk helps. Yeah. And the hawk is hawk. just like, yeah! <laughs> You're doing it! It's like cheering in a Yeah. There it you did, go. That makes sense. It seemed very effortless for her to pull it out, which I'm just like, 
that doesn't seem like much of a security measure to hide this piece of the sphere in a sword that you can anybody can just pull out. Yeah, the stone. I can't. Three animals can yeah, pull it out. Not Mjolnir. But she didn't even struggle. I mean, she was like she was three animals. <laughs> what was a bird? What was a bird? Yeah. The bird was precision. Precision, the bird was precision. You just hold on. To you the know sword. what? There might be a little trick to it. She had to move it up a little <laughs> bit, and that requires precision and not just force. It, yeah. To be fair, nobody else in that time knows the Arthurian legend, so they just it's a sword and a stone, and they never bother with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. If there's a sword and a stone in a room and nobody is around, tell me you wouldn't try to just pull it off. They yeah, tried yeah. it, but yeah, there weren't three animals. <laughs> and also talons. Talons are talons. really... Talons. Maybe yeah. the grip. How do she you got grip? that hot grip. <laughs> she had like she had the little like... And then brought it up. <laughs> right. The little... And anyway, once it's in the castle, in this fancy, this lavish room, don't you assume it's the king's? Yeah. And you don't go pull on it at that point? Oh, no, then you pull on it more. Yeah? Yes. Because if I take it, then I rule Camelot. Listen, yeah. listen, everybody wants to pull on the king's thing. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh. Dirtiest joke of, of the night. Yeah. Not from <laughs> us. Not from <laughs> a creature or me. <laughs> It's just nice. like having Thor's okay. hammer. Like everybody yeah. wants to give it a pull to see. Uh, I try to lift it up. Yeah, right. everybody wants to pull Thor's hammer. Hey, at least she yeah. didn't like hang it on a key rack. That's, yeah. I'm yeah. also wondering. I saw it and was like, "Isn't? I mean, doesn't King Arthur use that sword? <laughs> Clearly not. I mean, yeah. he just maybe he would have won with Damien Dark. Yeah, yeah. Damien gave him his own yeah. sword. Yeah. Also, that's not. Yeah, that's not the safest place to put it. I feel like it's the first thing you thought of. Yeah, I thought maybe it was like underneath the table. Maybe it was the round table. Oh, that's a, that was a good call. The way yeah. that she was kind of talking earlier scene, that, that's what it made it seem like. Yeah, maybe that's what and it she was. she like, built up the round table around it. They're like, oh, okay, it's like part of the leg yeah. or something. Right. But no, no. we get this a really easy to pull out sword. Because yeah. she didn't know, need, how did she know she needed exactly three animals to pull out the sword? Without even trying it first. Oh, I would have been off the three I animals. Still, yeah. <laughs> if no one else has animal strength, I buy the, even, forget the bird. You're really hung up on the bird. Forget the bird. The yeah. two, the bear and the gorilla. <laughs> I feel like if they had gotten, if Arthur's knights had gotten a bear and a gorilla together in Camelot and said, work in tandem, guys, they'd somehow managed to pull that off, they could have gotten sorted. Also, if they had a bear and a gorilla, they'd be like, oh, they don't have the grip. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep slipping it out. Where's the gorilla? Like, bear doesn't even have thumbs. What they need are talents. And, and see, maybe it's because a bear and a gorilla's DNA just won't splice. Like that lover boy song. Right. Oh, so, look at that. You know. uh, so we do find out, though, that Ray, very excited to be part of this battle because now the Galahad's dead. He's going to take up the place of Galahad in this whole battle. So yeah. he takes his sword, gets armored up, and Nate realizes he's been looking through a book, realizes that there are, are specifically just... Paintings of Ray dying. I also like how they just look at that and like, oh, this is clear, generic white guy with dark hair. This has to be Ray. (laughs) It must be. Also, like, how do we defeat them? I know. I'll make a lightsaber, or maybe fly around and shoot lasers because they all just have swords and horses. But listen, this is just fun time in the medieval times. So this is just Ray dressing up as a knight. Mick doesn't want to play. He gets to stay home. He's just, Mm. you know, he's he's LARPing them to death is what he's doing. (laughs) I feel like, okay, this is jumping ahead, but I feel like they should off Ray. I was really, he had that last moment with Damien. It's like, we've got one too many generically good-looking white guys Mm -hmm. on this team. It's time for Ray to go. This is his moment. Now, did any uh, any sense like, oh, they're really going to kill him? Or, I mean, you know, but at least injure him. Or did you all feel like, he's got the armor underneath that? No, this wasn't his time to go. I didn't feel like it was his time to go. Because I feel like, for one, 
He's going to marry Stein's daughter at some yeah, point. That, right? that yeah, that It's going to be like a thing. Or is he going to go back to become king, according to that manuscript? Yeah, what's with that? I don't yeah. understand that at all. Yeah. <laughs> I like, also, I think it's just all the guys look like it. He's a... He's a generic white guy. Yeah. He's, I think that's every description. Yeah, he yeah. looks like a Disney prince. I mean, that's just where yeah. we get that from. He does. Yeah. It, it does. I feel like you could actually, I was going to yeah. say, like, you could watch uh, The Little Mermaid yeah. and be like, he's, he's going to find Seriously, the Little Mermaid. they're doing that. Disney's doing that remake. They should really consider dialing up Brandon Ralph and saying, yeah. hey, man, what you doing? Yeah. What you up to? What if you doing? looking for yeah. an aerial, yeah. I well, could learn to sing. DJ does bring up an interesting point, though. Does the Legends uh, show require, or is it better for a storyline to have one of the characters die during the course of a season? Or, no, they can just have cool adventures and nobody needs to die. Well, so last year we saw Captain Cold die-ish, mm-hmm. but yeah. we know that that is to be relatively short-lived, and I think that becomes a bit of the issue when you're dealing in a world with with rules like this, where death is only permanent if you decide it's permanent. Yeah. So you could take... That's the thing, though. You can. You have the freedom to take characters off the board at any time, as long as you do so effectively, because if you go... A year later, I really miss that guy. We have a stick that alters reality. Boom. Then suddenly you can bring them back. Don't yeah, we have alternate Earth? Earths? Right. Yeah. yeah. Earth just one more shake lance the is the stick. only one who just can't seem to shake that death. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, that's a shame. Yeah. Hey, we've got evil her running around. Yeah, exactly. I, I like don't know about one. you. I'm super sold on the new Black Canary. I like her. I'm way on board. <laughs> I like her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, uh, we do have some hashtags finally. Oh, right, Casket lay it, lay fan says uh, hashtag death by LARPing. I like, I like that. that. And all then right. Billie Jean Girl 24 had uh, LARPing to death. And then also earlier, uh, Malcolm is Sphere Babysitter. Okay, I also saw at one point, I don't know who said this, and I apologize, because I wrote it down, uh, Captain Sarah Cranky Pants. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Captain right. Sarah Cranky Pants. I think that was Billie Jean Girl 24. Yeah, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. I, I, why, why, why is she being cranky? Why do you guys think that she's being cranky? Well, we had that episode, mm. we had that scene right after Ray decides, hey, I'm going to go off and fight. No matter right. what, even though we already have a piece of the fragment of the, of the Spirit Destiny, I'm still staying because these people are fighting for an ideal, and we got to yeah. show them. Just take the spear to safety come back and get ray it's a time machine <laughs> yeah what if it's like sailing a ship like you can't necessarily get it exactly it depends on the tides man you can't get it exactly at that spot that would be something all they have to do is say that yeah <laughs> see that's that's what happens a lot in yeah. the show it's like we come up with an excuse that's yeah. like yeah that sounded great yeah just say that that but, made yeah. up bullshit yeah. i just Throughout there, it sounds fine. Yeah. It's yeah. All made, this yeah. isn't a documentary. It's yeah, all exactly. Made up. So all you have to do is make up the right bullshit. Yeah, just exactly. the right, just the right layers. Just like, right. Yeah, and sometimes board. they do it perfectly. And sometimes it's like, ooh, they forgot Listen, to make up the bullshit. They did way better <laughs> with the time remnant stuff than Flash ever did. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's the, true. explaining Black Flash and all that jazz. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do have a little bit of a quasi mutiny situation where the rest of the legend says, "Hey, no, we got to stay here and get Ray." And Sarah's initially like, no, we just got to get out of here. But she comes around, and they go, and they fight. Save the day. Look at that. Everybody comes back. Help. Uh, and they've got a piece of the spirit of the destiny. Spirit of the destiny? Piece of no. the spirit of the destiny. Spirit of the spirit destiny. Of the spirit of the destiny. It's the pick of destiny. Just a piece mm. of yes. the magic stick. And we get a little kiss, a, a little kiss between uh, Guinevere and Sarah. Mm. Yeah. I, do, I really do like that Sarah's basically the Captain Kirk. There yeah. Go. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking about it just now. I don't know. I think I might be ready for Sarah to not be captain anymore. Yeah? Really? Why is that? Because here's the thing. I think it was when I was like, oh, Mick's my favorites. Like, last season it was Mick and Sarah. Like, they, like, Sarah's the best. She's amazing in fight sequences. Like, so on board. And now that she's captain, I'm, not, I'm less interested in her. 
Because she's really? got to be. Yeah. I think she because she's got to be the authority figure. Well, who's and it's always have? inherently boring. Yeah. The only real option is making bad yeah. rip, good rip again, and I like uh, bad rip. I don't know if there's a win for me in this situation. I kind of like Sarah as the leader. I think okay. she's still fighting, still has something more to do. I think she comes out as the most level-headed and kind of badass of the group. Mm. She makes the most sense if it's not Rip. Yeah. 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 Without, she is the best. Yeah, without yeah. reinstalling Rip, which I'm, I'm good I'm good with not going that way yeah. either. Um, but without reinstalling Rip as captain, who else on that team is competent enough to do that job? Yeah, Bugs Ray would be the second choice to me, but he's still a long way to come for being yeah. Sarah leader material. And to me, she's more like Captain Jack Harkness. With yeah. her, you know, banging her way through history. I like that. Yeah. 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 It's been nice to see her growth from the beginning of the season when she was yeah. just so all about Damien Dark and vengeance yep. to kind of step yeah. back and look at the bigger picture and leading a team. Uh, but yeah, that is. Yes. I agree. I see that arc as well, and I agree. Yeah. I really I, I enjoy what they've done with her journey, but I do like that every time Damien Dark shows up, we still get a shot of her like, oh, I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that guy. Ooh. <laughs> but I have to say, it was nice to see him fighting somebody else other than Sarah in an episode, because usually when they all spare a pair off, yeah. it's her and Damien yeah. fighting. Yeah, but Ray was way too good, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Why, he did have a laser sword. Yeah. yeah, he has a laser sword, but it would make sense if he got one lucky bash. And then cut. got killed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or he, just got one lucky and cut the thing in half, and now he doesn't have a sword, and now he has a laser sword. That's true, yeah. yeah. But Dark, they actually had, like, a few blows back and forth, and I was like, dude, you're League of Assassins. Right. Why are yeah. you... Like the only reason I can too. think of that is because what we know after the fact is he has his, his atom suit underneath, which does increase his reflexes and his abilities. We don't know that oh. until after the fact, but that's probably why I at least gave him a fighting chance. Although why okay. he just doesn't say, hey, screw this, drop the sword, let me just use my blasters, let me just fly around here and, and level up the, uh, the situation here. He doesn't yeah. do that. Yeah, I like what Kal Kent suggests in the chat. Ray should have lost a hand. Make it more Star Wars. Right. Oh. <laughs> we had that for a split second with Captain Cold, and then they immediately rebuilt the hand. Yeah, Which but they can't depressing. do it for Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. He's a bad guy. Yeah. He's not on the ship. I want yeah. him to have an ice hand. Wouldn't that be cool? That would have yeah. been yeah. super cool. Like this ice. I, w- I would have liked to see the scene after Rip comes back from the year 3000 and Merlin says, hey, did you bring me back a hand? Nope. No, no, I just got this cool mind technology. That's yeah. it. That's how we, we can do that. I right, they gave a hand right back to start, and then they don't... No, no, I mean, I, no, I was saying, I killed a guy that grew back his own eyes and can see again. No, I didn't bring you back a hand. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, now, before we wrap up, though, uh, DJ, you, uh, you yeah. also got a comic book here. It's Chaos Theory, Zombies vs. Dinosaurs. That's it. So if uh, you go, about it. Yeah, if you go to chaostheorycomic.com, I have a crowdfunding campaign for this comic, because making a comic is expensive mm-hmm. uh and uh fortunately we've been doing really well we reached our 100 percent of our initial funding goal just today we reached our first stretch goal so now we're working towards our next stretch goal which uh, uh if we get sixteen thousand, there's a new reward that i'm going to be announcing soon and also there's going to be a better quality print run of the comic no matter what perk tier you choose you get a copy of the comic either digital or physical and if we reach the next stretch goal it's going to be a better physical copy of the comic and it's the craziest comic of 2017. This is the way I always pitch it and everything I've done. Uh, you guys seen the Dawn of the Dead remake? Yeah. Yes. Right. You know, at the end where they sail away to a tropical island to try and escape the zombies? Mm. What if that island is the Jurassic Park island? Sweet. Right. That was the yeah. idea that entered my brain that became this comic. At first, I was kind of like, that's dumb. And then the more I thought of it, I was like, oh, man, I can make this work. 
<laughs> and uh, and so yeah, there's just a group of humans trying to survive as zombies and dinosaurs go at it, and, uh, and nice. it's just crazy action, a little bit of heart, and uh, just I, it was the perfect story. I've always wanted to do a comic, and I thought this was the perfect story that that really just works in the comic book medium. Now, do awesome. zombie dinosaurs exist, or is that something you want? Our literal big bad is the Z Rex, which is a zombie T Rex whose arm is a mutated zombie torso. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> what loss could have been? Yeah, it's yeah. it's again like it, it delivers exactly the title delivers exactly what is promised. If you want to see zombies go head head to head with dinosaurs, if you want to see zombie dinosaurs, this is the comic for you. If you like seeing time traveling superheroes go back and dress up as knights, then right. you're gonna love zombies <laughs> fighting dinosaurs. Like this is this is in your wheelhouse. It's a 36 page full color one shot comic book. Now, if everything goes well, do you have any plans that you want to continue to uh, do another story except in that world? You, well, you know, cause, because we've been doing so well, I've started really – I had some ideas for continuing it, and um, I'm kind of focusing more on those. And uh, uh, the better we do with this campaign, the more opportunities I'll have to continue the story. And there is – the last page um, implies – it does not it's – a, it's a complete story, but it, it, it hints at a possible – the story continuing and it's even crazier than that oh, i nice. want out myself it gets even crazier so right. and no. you uh, and you're doing this with uh you're the writer you have a, Bra- a brazilian artist yeah pietro antonioni um uh he's an upcoming talent uh he's i actually have i just got the finished pencils for all 36 pages so i'm actually able to look through the whole comic and it's just really coming together really well um so yeah it's happening and i'm really excited about it and we have a cover by tom neely who's an indie comics legend he's done the humans over at image uh henry england forever the blot so that's really cool yeah i can imagine like that the internet though it's just made it so much easier for for creators from all around the world to be able to collaborate on projects like this yeah it really has and we've got supporters from all over the world which is really cool i've got supporters from like israel and ireland and stuff like that so it's been it's been a really amazing experience that's well, great. it's got to be reassuring, yeah. though, to see. Uh, I mean, you're already heading towards your first, you got your first stretch goal, heading towards your second. Yep. It's got to be a uh, very exciting day. Have an idea that you've had in your head, all of a sudden you see the public really receiving it and being excited about it. Yeah, being about excited it well. about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for people to get their hands on it. I think they're really going to dig it. And uh, yeah, it's cool to see it coming together. All right, so if people want to uh, find out more about this, back it so we can get to the second stretch goal. Where yeah. should they go to do this? Chaos Theory Comic. Dot com uh, now with the first stretch goal every every perk tier twenty five dollars and up you're going to get a postcard map of the island that it takes place on with clues to potential sequels Ooh, nice. and a letter written on the back that has hints to the backstory uh, that's not in the comic um, and so right now this is your only way to get the comic this is going to be the only way to get it uh, uh, ten dollars and up you get a signed copy of the comic by me awesome um, yeah so nice. there's art prints there's just a ton of cool stuff. So, chaostheorycomic.com. That's sweet. All yeah. right. All right. I, I'm going to have to go check this out. Please yep. do. Yep. Yes, yep. I'm on board. I'm on board. Yeah. Absolutely. Lex? Yes. All right. I can wholeheartedly endorse this idea. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I had, give, you have a stamp for me? Give me a stamp. Yes. Thank you, Pantomime Stamp. Is. Boom. There stamp you go. Fantastic. Awesome title, by the way. Chaos yeah. Theory is perfect. Yeah. I, well, I, that was the moment that I knew I had to do it. Yeah, is once that title came to me, I'm like, it's not, it's it's happening now. Like, I can't back out. Like, yeah. it's too, it's it's too perfect. Jurassic Park reference, and also describes what the whole mm-hmm. zombie apocalypse exactly. is. Exactly, it should let mm-hmm. you know that this is crazy. Like, this yeah. is just a wild, fun time. 
uh, don't come into it taking it too seriously. Because the comic right. does not take itself too seriously. You know, a great man once said, never take life too seriously, you'll never get out alive. There you go. Indeed. It was no. Van Wilder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Truly a great yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the man the greatest the yes. uh, is, you know, For Big future man. stories, though, is the overall arching title cast theory and each one would kind of be a different subhead? Uh, yeah. All right. That's that it. Give me, yep, all right. Yeah, that's yes. it. That's it. That's all you're going to get yeah. right now. Buy cool. the comic, find out more about it, folks. That's all you have to do. Uh, folks, in the meantime, though, uh, uh, follow DJ on his social media tags. Or, uh, back, uh, Casteries, Zombies versus uh, Dinosaurs. That sounds really awesome. I'll be doing that this Yes, evening. absolutely. Uh, uh, but we also, before we get going, though, we've got to find out who has won this covered piece of art by Mr. Right. M.R. Dave Chow. Yeah, what are you, are you, any more? Uh, we didn't get there? any more, um, except Casket Fan one said ma- hashtag magic stick, and that seems dirty. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. That, that uh, I also saw Sword yeah. on the Fritz. I would have to say, okay, so these are what's in the running. Sword on the Fritz, Magic Stick, Death by LARPing, mm-hmm. or Captain Snarky Cranky Pants. <laughs> Captain Sarah Cranky Pants. Yeah. I like Death by LARPing. Yeah. Uh, that sounds that's a good deal. That's what, yeah. what do you guys think? I think so, yeah. I'm on board with Death by All LARPing. Right. Death yeah. by LARPing? Okay, Death by LARPing, you got it. Why don't you send me your address... So I know where you live. In <laughs> <laughs> the best possible way. Yeah, Come just, to your house. Yeah. Put on a show. Just DM me at, at MRDaveChild. Uh, that's my Twitter. That's also my Instagram. I'm also at DaveChild.com. Yeah. My name's Dave Child. And he's coming your way. I'm yeah. coming to your house. <laughs> and that was Casket no. Fan 1. Yeah. Casket Fan mm-hmm. 1. Casket Fan 1, send mm-hmm. send that over to me. Mm-hmm. All right. And autographed by all the rest of us, including DJ as well. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Perhaps a nice little plug about uh, where to go and back his uh, cast theory, Zombies vs. Dinosaurs, written on here as well. Right. Uh, so in the meantime, folks, uh, where else can the rest of you find us? Well, you can like us on Facebook. You can give us those five stars on iTunes. How's your cup running there, Lex? It's true. It's uh, it's it's moist. It's nice and moist. Could always be moister. Could always be moister. So get those five stars going the on iTunes. Yes. Thing. That cup could always be moister. <laughs> Give us the moistness of stars. <laughs> I want a nice moist <laughs> star <laughs> from you. I would like to five be on, your, on your tombstone. Oh, That's what it's five about. moist stars. Nice, nice stars. Uh, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. And thanks everybody for hopping in the chat, playing the hashtag game there. Uh, we appreciate all your comments every single week. In the meantime, though, if you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show's over, Lex. Where can they find you? I am all over social media at the Lex Michael. And if you're a fan of DC on the CW on ABTV, I'm all over that. I'm talking about Supergirl on Monday nights, Legends of Tomorrow on Tuesdays. You know that because you're here right now. Arrow on Wednesdays. And we, Lucretia, me, Frank, we do Comic Book Exchange on Book Circle Online. That's also on Wednesdays. So many wonderful places to come and nerd out. Please do. We love you. Well, I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, and you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one, and I do all that and more. I do the Legion After Show at this same time tomorrow, so check it out. It's a pretty cool show, guys. I'm I'm Dave yeah. Child. I'm at Mr. Dave Child. I've said it up several times by now. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Yeah. DJ, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at DJ Talks Trash on Twitter, yeah. Instagram, YouTube. You can also check out my podcast with Sam Basher, Only Stupid Answers, uh, on iTunes, Audio Boom, Google uh, Play Music, all that stuff. And check out my comic at chaostheorycomic.com. And you're going to be on shows tomorrow then, uh, correct, too? You're going to be on Schmoes? Schmo- I am. Schmodown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so check Brief. them out there. Yes. There you go. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at happygojackie. Until next week, for, actually, no, excuse me, March 7th. Yeah. We have uh, sort of be a couple weeks off before we Ooh. see you, but we'll be back here again to recap another episode of The Legends of Tomorrow right here on AfterBuzz TV. Bye, everybody. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Read Chaos Theory. Zombie Dinosaurs. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.